Well, it is time for Let's Get Spiritual. Good morning, Dr. Dugan. Hey, we were gone a week, weren't we? We were, and there's a good reason. Yeah, it wasn't just that we got lazy or both on vacation. No. I wasn't on vacation, and you weren't being lazy. No, I was nine to death. <laughs> yes, hurting. Yeah, yeah I, I really, I hurt my back in my home gym. Yes. And I'd already done it two weeks prior. I had knocked my back out of alignment somehow. Mm. Uh, and then now, I <laughs> uh, about a couple of weeks ago now, I was back in my home gym, and I got cocky. And long story short, bulging disc and pinched nerve. Wow. I can't imagine you getting cocky. I appreciate that. I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but I did. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, man, I, I told the church Sunday when I finally was back, um, I have never been in that much excruciating pain for that length of time. Yeah. It was awful. It was awful. For days. Awful. For days, man. And And I'm still, it's still lingering right now. You know, the uh, podcast audience can't see, but you can. Yeah. I've got a back brace on right now. Back brace. My eyes are glazed over in pain. That's right. You know? Yeah. But, but anyway, I'm I'm upright somewhat. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, but, you're kind of leaning, but you I are I am leaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, well, I'm telling you, if you, if you don't measure that uh, exercise routine. Yes. It could become, rather than beneficial, it can become detrimental. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and you are a living example. I am a living uh, I was example. saying because my my oldest son, right. uh, for a long time, made his living doing, you know, workout and training and yeah. that sort of thing. And so he helped me some during that period of time. And he'd always moderate my routine from, say, as I shared with you, the the guy who played for the local college football team. Right, yes. You know, yes. that guy would do one thing, yeah. and I would do one-third to one-fourth of that. Right, right? yes, yes. Because my elderly body and that young man's body, <laughs> he has elasticity, uh-huh. flexibility, right. and um, strength that I didn't have. Yes, yes. You can, so really, what I did and was just as beneficial to me mm-hmm. by doing much less, but rather... You chose. I chose. You chose to yes. exercise <laughs> like a college student. Yeah. Well, I, I was convinced that I could go out for the UTC mocks and play mm-hmm. wide receiver. Absolutely. And, uh, you got the height and everything. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no. But I was I was wrong. Yes. I was wrong. Yeah. We can always, you know, daydreaming is a wonderful thing. It is. You brother. could you could catch that pass. You could run that touchdown. Yeah. In your mind. In your mind. And you won't hurt yeah. your back yes, that way. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm telling you. You know, when you... I just... I cannot explain to you the pain that I was in. Yeah. And um, really could not think, could not concentrate. And uh, it was awful, brother. And so now, I mean, I can halfway think and halfway concentrate. Yeah. So, and and you preached Sunday. I did. I, I preached Sunday. done a funeral since Yesterday. This. Yes, which was Monday. I, I did a funeral yesterday. And so... I'm slowly back in the saddle. Okay. Yeah. When I was a boy, uh, and I attended the Pentecostal church with my family, we would have an evangelist come in who, uh, in a former life, was a pretty mean guy. And in a fight, he got shot. Oh, wow. So it paralyzed him from the legs down. So when he would come and preach, he preached from a gurney and was supporting himself with his right elbow and holding the mic with the other. Really? I'm not lying. And he... 
preached. He would. He was a preacher. Wow. He was a preacher. He preached loud, long, and hard. Wow. Yeah. that's amazing. So man. I was just. I was thinking. Yeah. Even if you get off your feet, yeah. I know someone who's done it on a gurney. That's before. amazing. I did have a stool on the stage yesterday, yeah. Sunday, but I did not use it. I, I it was there just in case. And so I have actually done that too. I've never had back problems to your degree, but I've uh, had back problems. Right. And I've always had a chair and going multiple services. What I would typically do is preach that first service standing mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. second service sitting down. Yeah, yes, <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. just after a while, <laughs> enough strain on the back right. is all you can yes. do. And I've even learned, and you might learn to do this too. Maybe you do it already. And I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I've been preaching in a church as well, running multiple services. And I just let them know I'm going to sit through worship. Right. I, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. stand through worship. Yes. Because everyone else is standing through worship. Then they sit down mm-hmm. for the whole message. Mm-hmm. You're standing up through worship and through preaching. Right. And then through worship yes. and through preaching. Yes. And if you got any issues with your back at all, by the time it's over with, you're miserable. That's so, true. That's I, true. It, yeah. You know, just yeah. a word for a guy who's been not nearly where you are, but uh, right. a yeah. little bit of that. Yes, yes, yes. But long story short, I'm better now. Good. Yes. We're glad yes. to have you back. I appreciate it. Glad to get that. back on the podcast. Yeah. So we're going to cover yes. a subject. Oh, by the way, for our new listeners, this is Let's Get Spiritual, which any context of any subject is fair game. Right. Yes. Because we are spiritual beings. Right. All things are spiritual. We could pick anything out in your office here, have a conversation about it, anything in the news, anything mm-hmm. in sports. Mm-hmm. Right? So. And, and By the way, while I was flat on my back, there was some news that came out. Uh, that was quite interesting uh, with you. Yeah, things with that me you, particularly. Yeah, yeah and yeah. we we not we might want to pick back up on that. Yeah, we might have sometime. To. We had a yeah. very popular podcast, right, on UFOs. Yeah. Yes, we did. And so there was a congressional hearing last week, right, on UFOs. Uh huh. And then what I would love to be if you listen, you listened to it, didn't you? Some of it. I did listen to some of it. Yes. I, I wish I could remember the name. Um, anyway. On several occasions, they would ask a question, and the fellow would go, I would be happy to answer that question, but we will have to do so after yes. this session yeah. in a particular room. There's a room mm-hmm. that's actually lead-lined where you have to uh, surrender any kind of electronic wow. and go in there, and there's where the greatest secrets of our government nice. can be shared, mm. and then you leave. And mm. that's what he was saying. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I can tell you. I can give you those names. I can give you those incidents. I can't do it here, but once we retire to mm. this room, I yeah. can do that. Yeah, it was quite interesting. I want to be in that room. <laughs> I want to be so bad to be in that room. I'd pay good money to be in that room. Yeah, so there's uh, some real... Yeah. I mean, this is a guy under oath. Right. If he's lying, that's mm-hmm. perjury. He goes it to is. prison. Right. He gets taken away from his family. Mm-hmm. He loses all that military, whatever he's got. You know, he was a... Well decorated military guy, right? Uh, and he's in big trouble, and he is saying, mm-hmm. "Yes, we have recovered uh, non-human biologics mm-hmm. from crash sites." Right, right. You know, and, and I guess the one thing, and, and I know this is not the topic, but the one thing that I heard over and over was, it's just interesting that that these non-humans could have that much technology mm-hmm. to come light years and 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 then hit the curb when they get here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, missed everything on the way here, exactly. but yeah. <laughs> we 
Whoops. Asteroid missed. <laughs> you know, uh, planets missed. <laughs> their rear view but, camera went out on them. <laughs> they, they get here, hit the curb, and they crash. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. So, yeah, that bit of that is, I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. So, uh, you know, either the guy just has no, he just throw it to the wind, you know, right. and, and yeah. say, hey, catch me if you can. Yes. But there are two others. There's three, actually three individuals that were uh, yes. right. uh, reporting and I, one more of that becomes knowledge because mm-hmm. one of the things he pushed for was he says I know there's lots of videos mm-hmm. that are classified that need to be declassified. Right, right. When those get declassified, yeah. we need to talk about them. Yeah, and did, then did you? I know we're chasing a rabbit, but did you see Mitch McConnell freeze? And I did, did. And the lady that was in green over to on his right, our left, right, yeah, came over and he did not freeze until she came through those men and touched his elbow. And then all of a sudden, he froze for like 20 seconds. That's really creepy. It's just, you know, I I just, I had a lot of time the last week. Yeah. Um, You think she hit his off button? (laughs) (laughs) He's on his elbow and, whoops, somebody flipped that switch back. That, honestly, Doc, that was just weird. It was really weird. That was weird. And and, um, the fact that these guys, none of these guys can speak to it. I mean, they... He comes back later, they catch him in the hallway, they right. say, what happened? Have you talked to a doctor? All he would say is, well, the president called me, and I yes. talked to him about that sandbag. Right. Which was a reference to yeah. the president blaming the sandbag for falling. Exactly. So it's exactly. like, these yeah. two very old dudes, right. you know, kind of going, we just need to keep this to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, you know, we'll make fun of it. I mean, which, it's, it's yeah. the bad, the sad thing, right, yeah. Brother T? <laughs> My wife and I talk about this. It's almost elder abuse. It, yeah, it is. It is. It really. Right. I mean, you've got one's a Republican, right. one's a Democrat, yes. and but they're both being used as conduits for younger people, right? Getting their issues mm-hmm. out and across and done, right? They're just they're just tools yes. that they're using. And they don't care how old they are. Yeah. I mean, this is my opinion, at least, right. and I don't want to get political because mm-hmm. I am not speaking of either party. Right. These two different parties. Yeah. We can use these old guys to get what done we want, and when we're through with them, we'll discard them like, mm-hmm. you know, like an old rag. Yes, yeah. And I'm, I'm it's so yeah. sad to yeah. see that. I mean, just, I guess I'm just talking out loud to you um, and everyone else. Yeah, nobody's listening. listening. <laughs> but, I mean, but why did she snake her way through? What was the reason that she touched his elbow? Yeah. I mean, why did that happen? You know, I mean, I don't I think know. hypnotism maybe that they said when I, someone touches your elbow, I you mean, will honestly, go. It's just it was wild, brother. It was wild. It and then was he, wild. Then he came back. Yeah. And whether yeah. it was stroke or TIA right. or whatever they yes. call it, yeah, uh, we don't know. Right. Or, uh, epileptic fit. They say mm-hmm. it could have been, mm-hmm. but it was sad. It was very sad. It was sad. It was sad, sad and funny. If it wasn't. Sad, it would be funny, but since yeah. it's it's sad because that's a you know gentleman's health. It is right very there. much so, but he very won't talk about so. it. No, evidently not. No, evidently not. And I mean, I found myself googling who is the lady in green. I mean, you know, did you find out? Uh, yes, but I've forgotten. Was she related to him? No, I don't. In think his so. office? Um, uh, I've forgotten. Okay. Yeah, and it was hard to find the information. It really, really was hard. Things that they don't want you to find, you yeah. don't find. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's not our subject. That's no. those are interesting things. But anything like that is, is you know, yes. can be our part of our conversation because yeah. all things are spiritual, so mm-hmm. let's get spiritual. Let's get spiritual, brother. So we're going to talk about a subject that I brought up to you before you became incapacitated. <laughs> you were just hurting at the time, but not right. incapacitated. Right. Um, 
subject is COVID-19. Mm. Again, not a political thing. Don't want to say, oh, are you a vaxxer or not a vaxxer mm. and all this kind of stuff. Just all craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about how it affected the church. Yeah, and, you know, we are, what, three years now um, from the main moment That's of right. it. Because yeah. uh, I can still remember where I was uh, in my automobile when, like, two days prior, I had said to our staff, um, you know, and to my wife, uh, you know, we are not canceling church. We yeah. will be there. Um, and I'm telling you what, it just, from that moment, uh, like two days later, I can I can take you to the place in the parking lot mm-hmm. at Publix where I had to pull over and address it and make the decision that we were not going yeah. to meet. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and so, uh, you know, from that moment, it was it was chaos. Yes. And uh, and it did. It had not only an immediate effect, but now a lasting effect on church. I just you know I just retired right. in January. Pretty sure yeah. I got COVID in January of twenty twenty, and then what? Right before Easter, mm-hmm. I guess was when it really became prevalent. Right. Yes. That the new uh a matter of fact it had not been even voted in yet, but my successor called me and he said, I don't know, what do we do? Do we cancel church or we don't cancel church? And I said to him, be careful when you if you cancel, it's really hard to get it started back up again. Right. So, you know, think about this long and hard. Mm-hmm. Well they ended up canceling and mm-hmm. it was Months and months mm-hmm. and months, mm-hmm. there was no church. Right. No church service where people could attend. Right. Um, then I remember coming back to church again, Brother T, and the cart, carts sitting outside the doors that as soon as service was over, we had a team go in and clean everything. Oh, yeah. Clean every surface. Right. Mm-hmm. Come back out again before letting people back into mm-hmm. the room. I mean, it was eerie. It was very eerie. We, you know, of course, you had, uh, when we finally did come back, sections roped off, Yes. you know, uh, and, and like what you said, everything was sanitized. You know, we, we bought uh, hand sanitizer. It was everywhere. Yeah. Steam sanitizers that we had people do that to the whole building. It was crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, you know, I want to say this, Doc. Even before COVID hit, uh, church life was changing. I agree. It was, It was. I mean, you and I both have been doing this a long, long time. Yeah. And from when we started to just what, I would say 10 years ago, maybe 12 now, um, you could you could pretty well count on people to be in attendance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I used to have to beat people away from wanting to serve in nurseries, uh, beat people away from have, wanting to serve in sound and things like that, you know? Right. We had too many that wanted to volunteer. Um, but about 12, 10, 12 years ago, I just noticed such a change. Mm-hmm. You know, people, there were so many more distractions. Um, people dropped in attendance. Your most faithful went from four times a month, eight times a month to like three yes. or or less, yeah. you know. And um, it's just, there's so many options available now. Mm-hmm. Um, sports teams. I mean, you and I grew up in an age where they would never play ball on Sundays or even Wednesdays. That's right. I was about to say, 
Wednesdays went first, right. but then eventually Sundays. Yes, but yes. when we were younger, much right. younger, uh, no Wednesday or Sunday. Never. Never. Uh, ball practice. Right. We wouldn't have, there was no ball practice on right. Wednesday night. No games on Wednesday None. night. None. Yeah. And, but, you, so you had your games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. I mean, right. Friday and Saturday nights, mm-hmm. but not on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, and folks have more disposable income now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I love vacation, as you know. Yes, you do. Uh, my, t- <laughs> my two weeks, uh, <laughs> summer break in Panama City, I love that. Yeah. You know, and then usually in the fall we go to Pigeon Forge. I love that. Yeah. You know, but other than that, unless I'm preaching revival or out of the country, I'm, I'm here, you know. Right. Um, and if I wasn't pastoring, I would still mm-hmm. be in attendance mm-hmm. somewhere. But nowadays, brother, I'm telling you what, people travel all the time. All the time. Yes. And it may be having something related to the family. It might be a, you know, a, a softball tournament, right. baseball exactly. tournament somewhere, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Or, but, but it's always justified. Like, right. you know, it, God wants me to be with my family. Yes, yes, yes. So what I, I guess what I'm saying is even before COVID. Changing. There was a changing. Yeah. Uh, where it used to be uh, peer pressure to go to church. Yeah. There is absolutely zero now, you know, and and we're living in a generation now where that it's not the norm. It's just not the norm. So this this was laid on top of what you're saying, and already yes. changing environment in the church, yes, right? And and then COVID hit. Yes, you know, then COVID hit, and um, uh, it it. Well, I guess the first thing we can talk about is attendance. Yeah, you know, because um, immediately, man. I know our church. I can speak from our mm-hmm. church. It took a big hit yeah. uh, in attendance. Um, and, of course, we had already gone to Facebook Live. Uh, so, thankfully, mm-hmm. we didn't have much of a learning curve there. Yeah. And I think that one of the things, one of the great changes in that ha- happened because of COVID was that even churches that are modest in size and budget, mm-hmm. which are very traditional churches, had to either get with the program or they were just left behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had to adopt some technology in their worship yes. or it's just not going to happen. I I I'm remember the first church that I pastored was a bivocational church. Mm-hmm. When I got there, there were the the parking lot was not paved and there was not microphone one in the whole place. Mm. Certainly no speakers because there were no microphones, mm. no recording devices. When I got there, I had a pulpit mic installed and literally a cassette tape player over to the side of it. So when I got up to preach, I walked over and hit record. Wow. And started preaching. Wow. That, I mean, that was 36 years ago. Right. And I was right ago. across the little area there. Yeah. We yeah. actually, I feel good now. We actually did have microphones. Yeah. And speakers, and so yeah. They asked me why it's a small room. Why do you need microphones? Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. That so amazing. you know, yeah. we, I've come mm-hmm. full circle. Of course, Dallas Bay, when it began the church that ended up pastoring for thirty years, was in an elementary school. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we had no technology as far as that was suitable for a church. There was a microphone because mm-hmm. it was their auditorium where a speaker may stand up and speak, right. but it's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. horrible rolled the piano down the hallway mm. from the music room into that wow. room to play a piano during yes. the time. So and how long did you do that? That that room, we were in there, after I got there, was about nine months. 
Okay, before you got the first facility. Before we went to the rented facility. Right. Yeah, we okay. moved into a rented facility mm-hmm. for one year. Okay. And okay. after that year, so we were talking about 19, mm. one year and nine months, almost two and a half years, mm-hmm. were either in facilities that just were not suitable, really, mm. before we built our first building. That's amazing. Yeah. That really is amazing. What I noticed immediately, you know, of course, we sort of skipped, but we were, like you mentioned earlier, not in attendance and completely online. Yeah. Now our praise team came and I came to the, you know, our church yeah. and for months, a couple of months and I would preach. They would of course lead and, and worship. And, and so that was the only uh, fellowship really that we yeah. had. And, and, um, and I never will forget the first time we actually had the church come back, man, I'm telling you what I wept. Yes. You know, I had missed it so much. I just stood there and wept. How many, what percentage of your people you think came back that first Sunday? That, and that's what I was about to say. I, I noticed that, you know, your older folks did not immediately come back. Now, some did. Yeah. Um, but the majority. And then your younger families did not, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, at first. Some did, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I would say 30%. 30% came yeah, back. Yeah. Uh, at the, when we came back, right, thirty percent right. came back. Yeah, uh, and then it you know it grew up to forty percent, fifty percent, but still not back uh, anywhere near. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I attend our church when I'm not preaching somewhere, and uh, it's hard to say, but it it has not advanced in number. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be a little less, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But certainly almost every church can testify to the fact that people learned that you can sit at home and watch yes. the service. Mm-hmm. What th- This is what is so amazing to me. I lost, and I'm, I'm speaking as a pastor, Yeah, I lost folks that I never dreamed would walk away. Yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, in, you know, of course I wouldn't mention names, but in my mind right now, I'm thinking of several that um, that were highly involved, majorly active, <clears throat> and once COVID hit, yeah, when we came back, they were no longer on the scene, and they so, they have not come back with the church at all. With the church at not all, not staying at home and watching via internet, but just you know, not a couple at all. of them are watching internet, um, and I don't know if the others are or not. Yeah. To be honest with you, just you know. Um, uh, and that is that's been amazing to me because they were so involved, mm-hmm. and then not only are they not involved here, but they're not involved anywhere. Just out of church, just out of church, absolutely out of church. And then I think COVID also started the church shopping. You know, people began to church. Well, they shop. enhanced it. Yes, I think it's yeah, already going on. Go. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> what can your church do for me? Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> what have you got? <laughs> this church down here's got this. Yeah, what do you got? That's shopping, brother. Yeah, and <laughs> then the marginal, those that were marginal at best anyway, uh, they, I think they just realized we don't need it mm-hmm. in their own heart. That's mm-hmm. what they rationalized it with. We just don't need it. Do you think also, I watch this from a really weird perspective of being on scene all the time to no longer, you know, having an office at the church or anything like that. So I kind of had this, okay, I've got my experience at the church making these decisions. Mm -hmm. Now I'm a part of those people who don't have to go to church if I don't want to, Mm, right? You're right. So I was kind of in that very unique position 
And I started watching when churches were coming back and meeting again. It, it almost mirrored the political climate in our country in that you were branded one way or another how early you came back to church. Yes, and if you wore a mask or not. Right. And if you sanitized. And, you know, and I had been here, Docs, long enough where I, I didn't really go through the horror stories that I heard from some of my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, they really were nailed to the cross if they did or if they didn't. Right. You know, it's like a no win situation. It was like, yeah. But I had thankfully been here long enough where I can't remember not one person questioning, you know, the decisions wow. that I was messing, making. Wow. Not one person. Um, I mean, incredible. to me personally, right. you know, behind the scenes. They but, might have stayed yeah. at home anyway. Yes, those people yes. you never saw again, yeah, those, they probably yeah. disagreed. Exactly. You know. Exactly. But uh, no one came up to me and, and disagreed uh, to my face, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a sweet way or a mean way. I never so, wanted to be critical of, including my pastor, mm-hmm. of how soon or whatever. I, many churches, let me just say many churches I saw that if I were the pastor, I would have made a decision to come back quicker. Mm-hmm. But... Many of them came back maybe too quick, right? Uh, and some not quick enough. What, mm-hmm. ever how you measure that, right? Yeah. But it was it was a huge difference mm-hmm. when there. It was like you know the state of California. I think they just now declared that COVID's no yeah. thing, <laughs> you know. But where others like yeah. Florida was out of it right. almost immediately. Mm-hmm. So it's really it was a weird way. It separated churches in some sense that way. Mm-hmm. Another thing I want to talk about it in it was the fellowship prospect. Yes, the, um, right. I, more old school than you, I guess, maybe in some respects, in that I loved howdy duty time. <laughs> That's what we called it, howdy duty time. I would get up there and greet the congregation right. after a song, you know, and tell them how good, my wife always told, told me, tell them how good they look, yeah. you know, this morning, because mm-hmm. I'm not a warm, fuzzy guy. No, you're not. So she had yeah. to yeah. attempt to be warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. So I told them how much I appreciated, which I did, them being there, but also mm-hmm. how good they looked. And I said, hey, I want you to stand up right now and turn around and tell somebody else how good they look this mm-hmm. morning, how glad you are mm-hmm. to see them here. And let's just spend time. And listen, when I did that, Brother T, I had to break them up. Yes, yes. I had to come back to mm-hmm. the mic and go, mm-hmm. that's enough. Exactly. That's enough. Exactly. You guys really. are having yeah. too much mm-hmm. good time here. Mm-hmm. And let's, you know, right. and then point to the worship pastor mm-hmm. and get this music started mm-hmm. or we'll never get them. Yeah. I I really thought that enhanced worship. Yeah, I, and I agree. And and I can remember when we made the decision, when we came back not to do that. Yeah. And And we did not greet for a long time. I can also remember the Sunday that, and I didn't run this past anybody. I just decided to do it, mm-hmm. and I'm telling we've been doing it ever since. Have you really? Yeah, we have. We have seen many churches since. still not yeah. doing that at all. Yeah. It became it's not a part of their service anymore. Right. Yeah, but we do every Sunday, and it is one of the most. I love that howdy doody time. I never thought yeah. about that. Yeah. But I love it. The church loves it, and it it can go on and on and on. And um, but they they enjoy it now. We we still have not um, resorted back to passing the plate. Yeah, it's another um, subject I want to bring. Yeah, back we, to. when we talk about finances, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but we did finally get back to greeting, you know, and it it has and and we love that part yeah. of it. Yeah. It's just I miss it because I, you can't do that on a couch. Right. Yeah. There are a true. lot of things that you can't. I want to do say something that I, I made a. I made a comment, and I'm going to relate to it in a recent sermon 
I was preaching the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. I said some of the people who are the most distant from the father are those who stay in his house. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? That's good. Yeah. The, the son who stayed home was further away from his mm-hmm. father than the son who left home. That's good, brother. Yeah. And I say, and related to that, if you go into church, that can be one of the most isolating places in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. You can go in and no one speaks to you. You can sit down in your chair yes. and remain isolated, focus on music, focus on the preaching, whatever. Mm-hmm. Walk out the door and some places be lucky that anyone have any kind of meaningful conversation with you. And what fellowship time forces is not conversation. Mm-hmm. You don't have time for that. But at least that person can't leave the church and say, no one spoke to me. Right, yes. No, I mean, and because I'm a introverted type person mm-hmm. to begin with, and sometimes you have to kind of break my shell, get yes, in there, yeah, yeah. walk up to me. Mm-hmm. And to this very day when I visit the church and preach, I, you know, of course I sit on the front row, so mm-hmm. I don't have so far to travel when it's time <laughs> to preach. Uh, but I won't walk around. I'll, I'll stand there. And yeah. some churches, a line of people come up, some churches, one or no one will come up and you know shake in. <laughs> right. It's just uh, it's kind of the attitude of the church. Now our church, a line shows up for you. Yes, I mean there's no doubt they will, and I love it. Yeah, I mean I personally like that because mm-hmm. they're they're doing what I'm not mm-hmm. willing to do. Right. Yes. And so once once it happens, I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad of it. Mm-hmm. But I just think about the people now that come into mm-hmm. church and have no interaction mm-hmm. with anyone. Or they have that individual say, you're sitting in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> oh, but we God. all know that that's true. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I hate that. But I, I think maybe one of the things that we, that was, as you said, on the wane mm-hmm. anyway. Yes. Some churches had right. stopped doing it right. anyway. And then when it came to, oh, Lord, we don't ever touch each other anymore ever again. Right, yes, yes. Uh, for Forget that holy kiss yeah. thing. Oh my! You know, yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know the glad hand and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I used yeah. to just go around and hug necks and shake hands. Yes, and yes, everything. yes. So I personally, I think to our detriment, COVID did away with a lot of the fellowship time. It did. You know, Barna, I think, and Lifeway both said one out of every four returned. Is what they you know um, countrywide. Yeah. And um, and so it it. Uh, we've been talking about attendance. It took a big hit and has taken a big hit right. in attendance. It had already started. Yeah. Uh, COVID just about put the you know the the nail in the coffin. The coffin nail. Yes. Uh, how about finances? Finances. Yeah. Well, as I had mentioned a moment ago, we stopped passing the plate, and um, now we have three lock boxes, and um, basically two plates that are near the front. Yeah. And folks just come in and they, it's, you know, when they come in or during greeting time or when they leave, they drop it off. Do you have an offertory prayer? We do not. Okay. We do not. Um, and and at first, finances, I think, surprisingly, uh, did really well. That's what I and, heard. Yes, uh, did really well. And, um, and held really good yeah. for a long, long time. And, um, and, and, you You're know, talking like there was an end to that. Well, of late, uh, I've, I've noticed a drop of late mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if it's just summer, a summer drop or what, yeah, you know, that, that um, usually though, you know, that's coming. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and, and so I guess on finances, I was surprised in the early days mm-hmm. that, uh, I, I think people, um, realized that it was an awkward situation mm-hmm. 
and and they were going to you know do their part mm-hmm. uh, or what they felt like was their part and and again we were ahead of the curve because we had already about a year early started online giving and um and, and so that helped yeah. you know um and then again people it was amazing to me doc people would mail it in of course and then we would have some of our senior saints uh they would text me or call the office you know and say hey can you run out to the car and those precious folks, they hand you check. They hand the the offering envelope. You envelope, know, yeah. yep, yep. Bible brought. There you go. There you go. <laughs> worship attendance. Yes, worship attendance. Yeah, yeah. And yep. so you know, uh, contacts made, and so that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, finances um, held strong. Yeah, pretty much. I heard that. I again wasn't involved, but I heard that by talking to pastors and uh, some friends who are in leadership, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that it was the case. And I wondered if that held up. I never really understood the dynamic behind that. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind. But then again, I have been uh, negative a lot in, in in my views toward giving in that I was always worried. I mean, you know, I had a large budget. Yes, you did. I was always worried that we weren't going right. to meet budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was worried, number one, when the uh, income tax thing changed. Mm-hmm where you now yes. had the large uh, allowance. Mm-hmm. When, when I think uh, I think a married couple's 25, 26, 27,000, right. somewhere yeah. like that. Yes, yes. And I said, oh, man, mm-hmm. uh, people are going to give because they're not, they're not going to give twenty six, twenty-seven thousand dollars $27,000 right. a year, even with their home. So what's the so benefit? So they don't have the benefit yeah, anymore. Right, yeah. And I'm glad I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I never really saw a significant change mm-hmm. in giving when that happened yes. which meant to me people were giving for the right reason not yes. just to get yeah. a you know deduction mm-hmm. on their taxes mm-hmm. so again i'm the wrong person really to probably comment on this because mm-hmm. i was always worried about the other shoe falling mm-hmm. anyway and then when covid hit i thought oh no how these churches just bit well one it was a really bad time to build a big building it was yeah, yeah. uh i had a friend who um is now with jesus but he talked about how churches he knew that were large were actually disbanding their large auditoriums mm. and almost becoming several churches wow. meeting in two or three or four hundred group. Huh. And he said because they were finding that people this generation was not enjoying a large group. They mm. could make no social contacts and no good friends. And that some churches were already moving that direction as it was, yeah. but you know what if what if you had decided just to double the size of your worship oh, because wow, it yeah. was getting full? Yeah, that that's true. That is very very true. It's scary. Um, you know, giving again is another thing that um, is something that we think about as pastors, right. of course. And um, I've always been amazed. A lot of your folks they go on vacation, and and they take a vacation from giving. Yes, you know. Uh, I, I can honestly say, you know, I'm just speaking to where I am now. Yeah. And I don't say this to pat myself on the back or break my, you know, arm doing that. Yeah. Uh, but in November, I'll start 15 years here, and there's not one week in 15 years that I have missed giving. That's incredible. You know? That is and, incredible. And, and, and I can't one, say that. You know, um, now, uh, when I'm in Panama City, mm-hmm. you know, when I come back, I double or triple up, lot, yeah. you know. Uh, if I'm out of the country or in revival somewhere, same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's just something that, you know, when I started working at 14, 15 years old, my dad yeah. sat me down. He said, I'm I'm going to tell you something, you know. And I'm so glad he did, man. Yeah, that's, you know, that's so good. That's glad a good that he legacy. did, you know. 
And when I do marriage counseling, that's one of the things I, I always say. I'm not telling you this as a pastor, mm-hmm. uh, because it for me it doesn't matter one way or the other. Um, but I'm telling you this as a friend is what I tell them, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and nine times out of ten, that is not in their budget right. at all. You know? Right. And and so um, I don't know where I was going with all that, but I do know that nowadays it seems like. Uh, that folks are not uh, as um, apt to give, you know. Well, I, I doesn't not have something to do, even my own church and churches that I preach, um, it almost seems an afterthought now. Yes. You know, yeah. during announcements, somebody's going to say, oh, by the way, there's mm-hmm. five different ways to give. You can go online, you can use our app, mm-hmm. you can drop it in this box, mm-hmm. you can come by the office. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's like four or five different... The, I appreciate some churches that you would not think would have that technology, but they do. But it is like, oh yeah, during announcements, we're we're making cookies for the preschoolers, and we're going to be doing that. And then, oh, by the way, we have five different ways to to give yeah. to to help support, you know, to make those cookies yeah. for those yeah. preschoolers. Yes. And now, oh, the women, uh, they 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 got a missions meeting tonight where they're going. Right. Wow, that was just like poof. Yeah. I am I am the world's worst at that too. I mean I agree. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean I admit it rather, not agree. I admit yeah. that I am I'm awful yeah. at that. And um and, and I've got to get better at it. I have to get better at if it. If we raised money at a uh, church and we needed either the money to pick up or we had a special project the finance committee always look at me and say, Pastor, you know, if you don't say it, it doesn't get done. Right, right, right. And I would yeah. go and I would make a big emphasis mm-hmm. about, you know, we're 10% back behind yes. in budget or we've got this big mission retreat that we're paying right. for and you guys aren't coming through. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that you believe in yeah. it. Let's support it today. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get this done today type thing. And it yeah. and it made a huge difference. Right. And How does it work when you don't do that? That's I don't why know. you're a great pastor. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, right. And then I, I, it's honestly, this morning in my quiet time, mm-hmm. I, I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just thinking, praying through some things, and I thought about that. And, and so... Um, any White Oakers listening uh, this Sunday, you yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll hear an episode. I, I mean, yeah. because you know you're speaking from not, and you're speaking from perspective of the person who does it. Right. You give. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I, it's another thing for it just to be okay. I'm gonna get out there and talk about something I don't do mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. I and mean, you're gonna you, you're gonna say it, it pays to be faithful. Yes, it does. It yes, it does. Faithful. Right. Right. I just think people are shell shocked still. Yeah. Uh, from all the COVID stuff, they're, they're shell-shocked. Yeah. And I think a lot of folks, folks right now, Doc, they're just fatigued in life in general. Absolutely. Just fatigued, man. Well, you know, I, again, I don't have a regular salary like I used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and inflation has been a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. yeah. everything yeah. costs 25% more than when yes. I started last mm-hmm. three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Electricity is probably more right. than yes. 25%. And the food is incredibly more expensive. Mm-hmm. The way I had my retirement planned, I had it all covered and then some. Right, right. Now, man, you know, you, mm-hmm. I got on online day before yesterday, I think, to give mine to the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah. it, this, 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 and this costs much more. And I don't mm-hmm. have, mm-hmm. you know, a cost of living increase by the church or a meritorious right. raise coming in from yeah. the church. Yes. It's the same money it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I understand yeah. where people are coming. Let me bring up one last thing and okay. we're almost done. 
how did it change your preaching? Do you, how do you think it changed any of the preaching in churches mm. overall? Do, is there any emphasis that you make? Is there are you brief more brief in your message? You know, the folks would probably wish so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do know that um, preaching to a camera is much different than preaching to live bodies. Right. You know. Now, as you know, I was uh, when I pastored in Georgia, I was on television there for about five years. I've also, when I was in Sunny Daisy, was on the radio for yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, and so I was sort of used to that a little bit. Um, but it's, there's such a difference when you're standing up before people. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think God knew what he was doing when he said, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. I agree. You know, church is plan A, there is no plan B. Yeah. And And so... Um, I, I can't. I can't. That's think. in Hebrews, right? That do not forsake the Yes, Hebrews ten twenty five. And re, tell the rest of that verse because it spurs you on. Well, for it says, especially as you see the day approaching. Oh uh, yes, yes. Right. And hey, are we not? That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Are we not? So it must mean yes. then that there will be a temptation as the day of approaching, right. Not to come yes. to church. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. said, don't let that, mm-hmm. don't let that prohibit you or keep you from getting to because it's just as important as it ever was, right? particularly as you see the day mm-hmm. approaching. Mm-hmm. Let me give you two words, because you and I have talked about this. There are so many nuns now. You know, when the surveys go out, what, what are you affiliated with? Yeah. None. None. Brother, I'm telling you, I think it's not just none now. There, there's a lot of duns. They're just done with That's it. That's good. Yeah. They're just done. Over it. Yeah, they're over it. And and so how do we as a church reach not just the nuns, but how do we reach out the, to those that are just done with mm-hmm. it? You know, mm-hmm. Because they still need Jesus, man. They do. Uh, there's so many people where we are in Chattanooga that are they just need Jesus mm-hmm. and, and because he's the only answer. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so we're still, still... Uh, reaching out there and trying to reach the the nuns and the duns. That's very interesting in that our history at Dallas Bay was I began the ministry early on going after people who had mm. either been hurt yes. or found the church irrelevant. Right. And and actually planned programs, mm-hmm. preaching, everything mm-hmm. to reach that group of people. Now what happened is people who came along who believed in that idea. Right. They weren't those people, but they believed in that idea. And mm-hmm. then after a while you just you know, mass just draws yes. people. Yes. So after yeah. a while but in the early days particularly, that was the goal. Mm-hmm. There's people out here because we began with a survey that said, Yes, I'm a Christian, but no, I don't go to church anywhere. Right. Yeah. And we're going, why? Yeah, and then when you investigate that, is yeah. I, you know, I don't find it relevant anymore. Right, I, I've got other things to do. They come, they talk about the same thing every Sunday, and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, go spend my time doing. Yeah. So we actually uh, adjusted because of that. Mm-hmm. So I think there is, there are things that can be done. Right, for those people who are none and done. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree, my brother. But we have to both admit it changed. It changed it was changing it was changing it accelerated it the did change. it did and now it has changed maybe forever yes maybe forever that's what the experts say but you know what an expert is an ex is a has been and a spurt is a drip under pressure <laughs> that's right i always <laughs> heard so, an expert is a guy from out of town with a briefcase there you- <laughs> <laughs> i love that so uh, yeah that. you're right yeah, yeah. Uh, it's we don't know we do we do not, not know but it no. did change right some respects for the better, I think we both know, and maybe some 
respect yeah. not. Right. I agree, man. Well, uh, I, we just thought this might be an interesting topic mm-hmm. to cover. Some people may be interested in it or not, but uh, let, don't forget, we will talk about UFOs. Yes, we will. <laughs> I'm almost excited this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've got a little more information now. It's in Congress now. It is. It's it in is. Congress. All right, guys, have a great week. God bless you. God bless.